The thing that worries me sometimes whenever you talk about creativity, because it can have this kind of feel that it's just nice. Actor Ethan Hawke gave a TED Talk last year where he told the audience to give themselves permission to be creative. I you know or it's warm or it's something pleasant. It's not. It's vital. It's the way we heal each other. The work of creators have shaped the way we think and live today. People like Leonardo da Vinci, Susan B. Anthony, Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King Jr., their visions of the world have impacted us all. But have you ever wondered how these creative visionaries got their ideas in the first place? How did they, well, create? I find ideas often through like conversation with people or reading. I love reading books, poems. Sophie Feldman is a popular music performance and songwriting major at the University of Southern California. She finds creative inspiration outside of school. Listening to other music, listening to podcasts about music and about creation, all of that is sort of where I mine the ideas. In 1926, social psychologist Graham Wallace proposed one of the first models of the creative process. He said that all creative ideas are a solution to a problem or a need. But before you can create, you need time to do nothing. Wallace called this the incubation period. It's the part of the creative process where you take a step back from production mode so that original ideas can come to you. For most people in 1926, uninterrupted free time wasn't such a wild idea. For students today, creative space isn't so easy to come by. There were definitely points where I would like burn out and it would be really hard for me to put energy into being creative. Feldman isn't foreign to the pressures of a demanding workload. I was just like exhausted from standardized tests and trying to stay afloat with like APs and annoying social bullshit and stuff, typical public school things. My creative space is found when I'm like in the shower. Emeka Obera is a sophomore at USC, majoring in law, history, and culture. Really any time where I can just sit there and think, you know, especially now with finals is rare. A lot of times like when I'm eating dinner is also another time, but it's not often and I, that's a struggle, so. Obera also struggles to find his own creative voice in academia. You know, there's so much talk about objectivity, but I feel like objectivity is an impossible goal and so I don't want to do that. And I like having my subjective voice and my own ideas permeate my work. Strict guidelines and due dates can often get in the way of creativity. I think about creative space in terms of psychological space. That's Quade French, a clinical psychologist and professor at USC. And then I also think about creative space as physical space, right? In the places that I'm in, I know myself and there are certain environments where I can think better um, if I'm trying to actively think. And there are certain environments also that I can just space out in better. And that spacing out often leads to new ideas and other things to think about. For Sophie Feldman, physical space is an important part of her creative process. Being in nature totally makes a difference. I'm much more creative when I get to be outside. Um, when I have like natural light and windows, I typically do more of the writing outside or like by my window in my room or with my friends when I have like 
other people's energy to feed off of. Creative space isn't just about solitude. When you listen to the music that your friends are making, or listen to the music that they recommend to you, or you get into a writing session and start bouncing ideas off of each other, like you can't avoid becoming more creative. It's literally inevitable. We come out of our corners and we start to witness each other's common humanity. We start to assert it. Creativity is so much more than a finished assignment. It doesn't look like a Da Vinci painting or an MLK speech or a perfectly edited song. Creativity is the process of getting there and the courage to take the first step. And when we do that, really good things happen. For Ampersand Radio, I'm Renee Whelan.